Good afternoon and welcome to number two in our series of Club Insights. My name's Jim Kent and today I'm delighted to be seated opposite Mr. Steve Crack, who is a serial entrepreneur and innovator, creating, constructing and managing a range of buildings within Luxembourg's borders. Passionate about design and architecture, he also launched a pop-up cafe in the Grund, the Amical des Amis and the Grace Hotel. Steve, welcome. Hi, hi Jim. This is a lot to say, but uh, well, I did so much already, I didn't know that anymore. You can hire me as your <laughs> PR guy later. Uh, Steve, now firstly... Uh, I presume you are Luxembourgish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm native uh, Luxembourg. And have you lived in the country all your life? Yes, I was. Uh, uh, I grew up in uh, Esch Alzette. Uh, I was born in Dudelange, and then I grew up in Esch Alzette, and then I moved uh, to the city when I was uh, 20. Yeah. And did you always want to be involved with buildings? Was that a passion? Uh, not at all. Not at all. I'm big passionate about cars, and uh, yes, and this is uh, <laughs> the real estate and the aesthetics. I would say. We're coming later. So have you made your money with buildings and now you've spent it on cars, maybe? <laughs> For sure. There was a period, but uh, we uh, stopped that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Very wise. Uh, now, let's talk about Luxembourg for a second. Um, I mean, I've been here 20 years. You've been here your whole life. A huge transformation across the country and the city in terms of architecture. Would you say this has been a positive transformation? I see it um, a bit more divided because uh, I I see this uh, Luxembourgish people which are great and uh, we have everything we have like intelligent we have great entrepreneurs we have culture we have all we have and they are really really I would say everywhere even in 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 the whole Europe they are like uh, number ones and uh, and then they want to, to to come back so they do perfect studies and they have all the diplomas and then they want to come back to Luxembourg and then it gets heavy to get the, the access to the property so if so you're not coming from a so I see it what my conclusion is I see it divided because we have such great people and it's always uh, heavy to come back yeah and this is you're talking about the cost of real estate when yes this is the access to the property which is uh, in rental, uh, by buying, uh, by building, by buying, uh, by uh, uh, getting, even if you get a piece of land, then the construction gets too heavy. So it's so, so difficult to, to live here. Yeah. Now, if prices are going up, we're talking about basic economics. We're talking about supply and demand. It, so from your perspective, is the problem that there's too little supply or is there too much demand? But, uh, yeah. Even we have a lot of expats coming to Luxembourg, so that means that, and they are not the poorest uh, ones. So that means that uh, the offer and the demand is the, uh, was and is and will be uh, our problem in the future. Yeah. So just too many people with too much disposable. Yes, and income. not enough construction, and not not enough uh, uh, new buildings, uh, not enough, I would say, new land plots uh, for the whole country. But if you compare the greater regions, it's if the Saarland, you know, you have like 1.5 million people and it has nearly the same uh, surface than Luxembourg. So, but, you, but you say there's not enough uh, land. I mean, what I have seen, though, is I have seen lots of new developments over the last 20 years. That land had to come from somewhere, surely. So people could sell the land. There could be more land available. Yeah, absolutely. There? But we, we, we say always that we go, we want to go uh, faster 
and, and faster and we do uh, developments faster. But I see that we get slower. So we have all these authoriz heavy authorizations. Uh, and, and, and today, like, uh, an, a real project is uh, not doable in between four years. So, uh, and, and I think that it gets slower and all these sustainabilities and uh, everything. Everything is on top number one. We have the best buildings, I would say, but it's really, really going too slow. But maybe we are slow because they're doing a good job in terms of sustainability. No, they, for sure, for sure. Has to so do that. I think that we are even the number one by quality uh, in Europe. But uh, we are we are going we are moving forward too slow. This is my 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 point. I would say. Okay, uh, if you say that Luxembourg is number one, but may, may I gently challenge you because I understood <laughs> that Germany, from for example, energy efficiency. I think Germany's number one, isn't it? I would say that. Uh, in sustainability and in consumption of things, okay, we are not probably not the number one, and I'm, I'm building more creative. But we have all to respect like this uh, uh, energy passport. So that means that uh, we are quite equal to Germany, I would say, and they are not uh, so by probably by uh, dividing trash, they are better than we are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they are. Uh, le now, le you have been building constructions for a number of years. Do you think, were you a little bit ahead of your time in terms of looking at sustainability? Uh, I think yes, but uh, in concepts, because I was always working in concepts and they were always early for Luxembourg because I had always problems to finance them and to to make them believe in projects. And I speak about banks, I speak about uh, government, I speak about... Uh, uh, the city and in getting authorizations and so I think yes I had always the difficult life yeah but uh, I I moved forward and I had to, the I, I I wake up with this energy which I sometimes I don't know where it comes from but uh, yeah it's uh, it's still a challenge and it's uh, it's it's a, still a fantastic place to work yeah I mean from the different projects that you've done in your career. Uh, was it more challenging to build a hotel than a block of apartments? Uh, for sure, for sure. Because uh, first of all, you know, if you have a warehouse and then you want to do a, an, an hotel in Bonnevoie uh, from it, then it gets really a, <laughs> it gets really complicated because uh, try to tell someone which is uh, still conservative uh, that you do from this warehouse that you are going to the hotel and and then he says but how is that possible and how are we going to finance that and and there are still of uh, still a lot of uh, points where where you don't know where it's going uh, or where it's going moving moving forward so it was really difficult yeah so but at the end we managed it yeah now we you've referred there earlier on about rising real estate prices. Now, one of the consequences of that is that builders are under pressure to try and achieve more space with less land. Uh, how have you adapted to that challenge? Yeah, I, th I think it's, uh, it's, the, it's one of the uh, alternatives uh, to go because we have to go higher. Huh? And uh, because we have we are reducing land, and what to do if you want to create more space, then you have to go higher. Yeah, and uh, as what I see is uh, is that we have already building about thirteen floors now, which was never be considered uh, in the last years. I would say in the last twenty years. Huh? I mean, here in Luxembourg City, I mean we're seeing 
taller buildings in the office zones, do you think yeah. one day we'll see taller buildings in the residential zones too? I think yes. If you go to already to Gasparish and then you have like this uh, Auchan with the two towers on it, yeah, then you have to like, 13 floors, yeah. I'm sure the views are fantastic from the top. I haven't looked I'm at sure them. as well. You <laughs> see like a lot of uh, very, very expensive land, yeah. Um, just one question about these sort of new developments. Do you think, will prices continue to rise? Are, are these still good investments even nowadays? Ah, this is a difficult question. We are asking uh, us this question already <laughs> my whole career. You know, and, and it was always uh, rising up and it was increasing and increasing and increasing. This year, uh, everybody says that we have like an increasing of 40%, 14%, and, uh, but which I don't believe uh, because we had less deeds uh, last year and uh, and uh, the uh, the luxury uh, residential was working better than the other one so that means that uh, i think that we have i personally think that we have like the same increase than the other years about 7 or 8% yeah now innovation lies at the heart of construction uh, have you changed the way that you build and develop from an innovation perspective no, no. I think my perspective is always the same. And this has been, oh, for, for the last 20 years, it has always been the same. It's like uh, working a lot with my belly uh, and and, uh, <laughs> and uh, 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 the, the figures and the numbers uh, uh, are really important. But uh, I think if you speak about aesthetics or creative concepts, then, yeah, then you have to think with your belly too. And this is not only going by numbers, yeah. But with reference once again to your uh, hotel, the Grace yeah. Hotel, the interiors are quite innovative, aren't they? Absolutely. They are innovative, functional, reduced. And uh, what I wanted to do is like showing how you can live on a very small surface. And this is the point uh, where I think uh, Luxembourg is uh, going. We have to, we need to manage that we live uh, in more small surfaces than uh, now, yeah. Okay, so let's just reflect about these lovely Luxembourg villages that are outside of town with these great big farmhouses. Yeah. Do you think one day we, we will just see they won't exist anymore and they'll all be apartment buildings? Uh, I think this is, already, this is still a lot in Luxembourgish hands and uh, I think this will remain. There, there will uh, be a few changes for sure. But I think that this will remain. And if you speak about Bertrand or Strassen and uh, all the wealthy families are living there and uh, they are not so fast, a wealthy family is not so fast in changing than a poor one who has to do, to act uh, by, uh, to, to receive something or to do something, yeah. I believe I, I'm going to go to Strasse when I get divorced. Apparently, it's a good place to get an apartment <laughs> when you get split oh, up. Then you had like a, a wealthy wife, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, Steve, let's just talk about because uh, you were in the press yourself uh, a little while ago with your new idea of what future housing could look like as a possible solution to the, the high cost. Uh, yeah, what, I would. What do you think? What is your vision for that? Yeah, I would not say that it's uh, like a solution. It's an alternative to something which is. Uh, I think that we have like to 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 the to the real estate market, which is classic conservative. I think that it's a, an alternative to get like a mobile house and to have like. And this is what I said before. We are too slow to like to move more 
faster forward that you put like mobile houses for two years somewhere and then take it away and then put it somewhere else where we have space, uh, 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 putting them where, uh, you know, we, we wait uh, notarization for years. So this is, uh, I would say it's an alternative, but it's not the solution. I think that the solution comes with a lot of alternatives, which is uh, for me as well, if you go in center town and uh, like you have like this uh, commercial buildings which only using one floor to have like their showrooms and i would say we need to have like doors to go up and then to 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 rent all this space because we have like uh, thousands of square meters free there so in center town i would say okay so you, you're kind of a, trying to address this problem in two ways one is uh using space that's underutilized absolutely yeah. but then also creating mobile housing absolutely yeah that the, might that won't be here forever yeah. but serves a purpose for a time. Yes, and this, absolutely. So I see it that we have like more solutions. If you speak about it, we have not like the solution, but we have like more solutions to create. Uh, and, and, and then the offer and the demands comes again that we have like then more, more to offer. Yeah. And then and it gets, uh, the prices are not increasing as fast as it is uh, uh, actually now. Yeah. Let's just talk about your mobile housing housing yeah. idea for a second. What what actually is that? What do you want us to but do? But these these are uh, like uh, modules uh, of uh, thirty square meters, which can be transported by a truck, and then they are you. It can be put it in between a day. So uh, and you have like to to connect like a a, a plug-in system, which is uh, uh, savage uh, electricity and water, and then uh, you can live in it. Yeah. And all for the price of uh, seventy thousand euros. So for seventy thousand euros, you, you get, get 30, this house. Yeah, you get a house of thirty square meters. Absolutely. And they're, they're modular, so therefore you could have several high. Yeah, yeah. You can put two on it, so uh, that means uh, two to three floors, uh, and then uh, yeah, uh, by calculating the foundations, yeah. But uh, yeah, this is uh, and it's built in between a day, so it goes. Fast. And where do you find the land to put these on? But this, uh, I'm actually speaking with uh, Mrs. Polfer, and she's quite open. She was quite open uh, uh, to that idea, and she said, "Okay, we do it on, uh, on 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 land plots which are already connected to the. You cannot put it into a forest, huh? but uh, and 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 I had I have to admit that she was uh, really uh, or very open to the idea. Yeah." So you think that she acknowledges that there is a problem and therefore we need to find solutions like this? Oh, uh, I know Luxembourg very well. And if, you, if someone is open to an idea, this is not a yes. Huh? So, but <laughs> but, but <laughs> I think uh, uh, it's on the good way. And uh, uh, everybody knows that something has to change. Yeah. Um, this is all on the basis that we see demand continuing to increase. Um, isn't it possible that for perhaps um, we will see demand, but not in Luxembourg City? Maybe we'll see it around the frontiers. Uh, this, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, this depends. Everything depends on the mobility. So, and then our our, govern, our government at uh, like two main points. This was mobility and and housing. So, and I, uh, the mobility. I think it's uh, quite a lot moving forward. And if you see the trains and the trams and Everything, it's on a good way and uh, I see a bit behind uh, the, the development of uh, housing and, uh, yeah. 
uh, do you think residential Lu- buildings. Yeah. Do you think that Luxembourg City has enough green spaces? Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. I think, and we have like this green lung going through uh, uh, the whole city, and uh, no, it's a, it's a fantastic city to live. Now, obviously, coming out of the pandemic, uh, it's been a tough year for people running their own business. How how has it been for you? Ah, so it's uh, it's was a really tough year because uh, <laughs> the hotels uh, were empty and they are still empty, and uh, so we try uh, all the new things to uh, packages, uh, yoga courses in between. Yeah, we we did everything to, but uh, it's. Uh, we are waiting uh, the vac- the vaccine, and if everybody is like vaccinated, I'm sure it gets back to norm- normality. Yeah, but uh, f- a few things will remain, I think, by having the mask in the in the waiting room of the doctor. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good idea. By keeping I mean, the mask. Yeah, there is. I mean, there are some things that we should have already changed even before the pandemic. Yeah, I think. Yeah, like. Dirty menus in restaurants, that's one of the things that I really hate. <laughs> yes, because it, it works fantastically well with these uh, iPhones uh, doing a photo and then having the menu. So it, uh, And this will remain, all these things will remain, yeah. And even to come back to my hotel, uh, everything works uh, electronically now. So you open the doors, uh, we have uh, no reception, the hotel is open, we have no reception, and you open the doors with your mobile, yeah, by getting an app. And you haven't had anyone stuck outside yet? Uh, I would say uh, no now, but uh, it's for sure, yes. (laughs) I mean, I only say that because I've been stuck outside of my own office and that's got the same... (laughs) same, uh, Sometimes it's good too. (laughs) Uh Um, And in terms of your future, so you've tried building apartments, cafes, hotels. What what else would you like to build? Well, I think that I'm going back into... um, Smaller things. So um, my future is not by having uh, big concepts anymore because the place is already, there are all these big competitors which have a lot more money than I have. And uh, I think I have to keep my creativity and design and uh, uh, architecture, high-level projects, I think, and not having the money to buy big projects, then I will remain in my uh, smaller projects, yeah, which is uh, small residential, houses, new forms of living, uh, which I'm interested in. And uh, yeah, yeah. I'm happy you said new forms of living because th- that's a good motivation for people to tune into our 10 by 6. Absolutely. But you, if you have like, you have, a li- you have already like new forms of living, which is the co-living and which is the, 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 the mobile houses and... Uh, all these kind of uh, new things coming from uh, the Europe because we have the same problem in the whole Europe. It's not only Luxembourg, but the properties are too expensive everywhere. Yeah. If I can raise one form of uh, new living that's being triggered by the pandemic is the whole home office uh, situation, which means that possibly in the future, houses will be designed with home offices in, in mind. Uh, how have you found working from home? Uh, it's, uh, I, had, uh, I, I did more than in the office because I was uh, less disturbed, I would say. But uh, I like to have my coffee uh, in the morning and uh, meeting people. Huh? As I think uh, you are the same, Jim. Uh, uh, having uh, <laughs> Going out of home uh, is uh, for us uh, something which is important, uh, even if we our home is nice. But 
I think uh, having our coffee, having conversation, getting new ideas by uh, different people is uh, crucial. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Steve, that was absolutely brilliant. Thank you so much for coming to join us. Uh, well, if you think jam. it's brilliant, I, uh, yeah, it, thank no, you. No, I do think it was. <laughs> if you think so, I'm happy. Yeah, thank I you. I think it was brilliant. And also, yeah. I think it's, uh, what's interesting is that you are taking steps forward in a direction that other people wouldn't dare. That's true, that's true. Uh, but uh, it must be done by someone. Well, uh, Steve Crack, thank you very much for joining us here. And uh, we look forward to seeing your career unfold. And we look forward to seeing more mobile houses in the market. Thanks, Jim. Thank you for joining us at today's Club Insights podcast. If you like this, you can tune into future podcasts wherever you find them at Spotify, Apple Music, or also at paperjam.lu. And if you'd like to join the Paper Jam and Delano Business Club, simply send an email to club at paperjam.lu.